Well, we love new friends here at the Big Sky Breakdown, and we have a new presenting sponsor, spearheading our new expansion, Vandals Weekly, but also as a part of the Big Sky Breakdown as a whole, Old Works Golf Course in Anaconda. It's an iconic place, a Jack Nicholas course. If you've never been there, you've never seen it, you got to look up pictures and you got to go check it out. The sand traps, which are prevalent and very challenging, they are all over the place and they're filled with black sand. It is an unbelievable visual spectacle to see. And that plus the elements and the way that it's carved into the mountainside there, it makes it an incredibly challenging course. For all you Bobcat and Grizzly people, if you're in Missoula, in Bozeman, in western Montana, in southwestern Montana, it's a perfect center point right in the middle of everything. And the Old Works Golf Course PGA Improvement Center featuring PGA professional Andrew Alamey is now open all winter long. Expert swing and mental coaching for you all off-season. They also have custom club fitting, multiple state-of-the-art trackman simulators. If you're ready to get into golf or take your game to the next level, call Old Works to schedule your winter session, 406 563 5989. That's 406 563 5989. Old Works and their awesome PGA Improvement Center. The perfect spot for any golfer all winter long. The Vandals Weekly and yet another huge game coming up in Moscow, Idaho. It's so cool that we have all of these primetime games between some of the best in the Big Sky Conference. And this week, number two, Montana State coming to the Kibbe Dome. We're joined now by Jason Eck, the head coach. Uh, of the Idaho Vandals. And, Coach, I'm not going to ask you the cliche question about uh, what you did on your bye week. I want to ask you, what do you think is the most productive thing that maybe happened during your bye week uh, this last week at the week off? Well, I think we got a lot of good recruiting in. You know, we had, uh, cool. you know, with the rules now, we can have uh, 13 guys get out on the road, and uh, we had all 13 guys out on uh, Friday night watching games. So, I think that's big, you know, investing in the future and getting those guys and then, you know, also thought we had, uh, you know, three good practices just to work, work on shoring up some fundamentals and things that, have, you know, we haven't been very good with this year. Recruiting-wise, I mean, how important is it for you guys, just from an evaluation standpoint, to see prospects and recruits in person? I, I think it's huge. You can see some stuff you can't see on tape that, uh, you know, sometimes reflect, you know, leadership and character and uh, work ethic and, you know, what, what – uh, you know, what kind of teammate they are. So I think that's really valuable. And, uh, you know, there's just some things you miss sometimes in film. So, you know, our camps are a big part of that. But also uh, getting out to see those guys on person. And, you know, we have uh, you know, some of the guys who committed to us who then, you know, have other big sky schools coming and offer afterwards after they're committed. And you want to keep those guys, you know, warm. You want to make sure they're, uh, you know, locked in with you and they're not looking around. So uh, it was kind of a combination of both last week. Well, I know we talked last week just all about the ins and outs and the details of, of the Montana game, uh, but just now having another week uh, from the, with, with that in the rear view, uh, how do you think just your team vibe is and, and just the team confidence and all that going into this other, next big game on Saturday? Well, you know, you, you almost get kind of a do-over. You, know, you got you had a ranked team uh, at home with a great atmosphere and a great crowd, and uh, you know, guess what? Two weeks later now we get another great team, an even better team. I think, I think this team is uh, – you know, much better, but uh, you have another ranked team in the Kibbe Dome with a sellout crowd and, uh, you know, a great opportunity to for us to play better. And, again, that's that's really, uh, you know, what I'm looking for in this game. I want to play well. I want to play our, our best football. 
Uh, now this team is so good, you know, they're the kind of team that if you bring your A game and they bring their A game, uh, you know, might not always show up the way you want to on the scoreboard, but, you know, we got to control what we can control and, and play really well. Well, I know you talked a lot about managing, you know, all the exterior stuff uh, during the, this last big-time game when Montana was in town. So what sort of stuff did you learn and uh, that you can carry over just in terms of game week preparation and just game day operation uh, on Saturday? You know, I think just focusing on the next play, you know, focusing on the next play and making sure you have uh, great focus on, you know, what your job is on that uh, offensive play or defensive call, uh, and then doing that with great effort and doing it with great physicality because uh, Montana State surely is a very uh, physical football team. When it comes to the fronts, that's obviously a huge part of every football game, but that's a huge strength for Montana State. I know your offensive line has got a little banged up the last couple of weeks, so where are you at with your offensive line unit coming into this game? Uh, fortunately, having the bye week, we were able to get Tagana Cisse back, um, so that'll be big uh, having him back. You know, you know, Eli Sanchez is out for the year, but uh, you know, we got uh, you know kind of six guys who played meaningful snaps right now this year. Uh, you know, available to us, and then some other young guys who are you know working in there in the, in the two deep as well. But it'll be a great challenge. You know, their defensive front is very good. Uh, you know, the two guys who really stand up to me are. Um, uh, number 10, Brody, and then uh, Sebastian Valdez, number 95. I think those guys are both great players. And, uh, and then our, you know, our D-line's got to be ready to go, too, because I think their offensive line is uh, very well coached and an excellent group. This is uh, – it's interesting because you coached at Montana State. That's where I first met you, that one season you were there uh, at MSU. So, uh, I mean, what's it going to be like for you coaching against the Bobcats now? But also, I mean, what do you just think of the, the way that their program has evolved and changed and grown since you were there in 2015? It's been impressive, and uh, you know, Coach Vegan's had a role in the last couple of years. I know Coach Choate, uh, uh, you know, did a good job as well. You know, kind of getting them uh, beating Montana all his years, and then now I think Vegan's taking it to the next level and getting them going farther uh, in the playoffs. So uh, you're happy for them. You know, I think it's a, it's a good place. They got a great fan base there, uh, a lot of great people there in Bozeman. Uh, so it's neat to see them uh, do well and. Uh, you know, I, the old line's been a big part of it. Uh, I was happy for Al Johnson. You know, he was a guy who was a uh, a teammate of mine for a year, and then I, I coached him for three years when I was a GA at Wisconsin. So I know he's done well there, transitioning uh, there. The last old line coach I know went to Fresno, did a good job for him as well. Uh, was a very good coach, but uh, uh, and Coach Vigan, someone I got great you know, respect for. Just uh, you know, watching him over the years, whether he was at North Dakota State or Wyoming. Um, you know, we had a lot of good coaches on that staff, and they they play uh, a really good brand of football, and, uh, you know, they built a, uh, you know one of the top teams in FCS. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had any crossover with Al Johnson at Wisconsin. That's cool that there's a couple Wisconsin guys having a, a, an impact on the big sky. Yeah, and I think that worked out, uh, you know, well for uh, for Al. You know, he, we, we talked a little bit during the process, and, you know, I told him uh, – you know, we really enjoyed living there as a family. Told them it was expensive to live. That's the the negative about being a Bozeman, but uh, it's a uh, you know great place, great support. Uh, you know, they had good talent to work with. Um, you know, it's it's a good place. You know, again, I think we even though it didn't uh, end great on the field with uh, you know our staff getting let go. Uh, you know, I still think we have a lot of good memories. Our, our youngest son was born in Bozeman, and uh, uh, you know enjoyed that area a lot. One thing I've been fascinated by is just the evolution of offensive line play, but also the recruiting and the development within the big sky. And there's a variety of different ways to go about it. There's also just a variety of different you know, pipelines and, and recruiting areas and stuff like that you can have in the big sky. It's just been fascinating because there's just so many different formulas to maybe get uh, you know good to great offensive line play. And the one thing I've been so impressed about 
with Montana State uh, over the 15 years I've covered them is that you know they've definitely had ebbs and flows across the roster and in the coaching staff and and all that sort of stuff. But the one tried and true thing is that they're always at least good, if not really good, to great on the offensive front. You haven't just I know it's only a year, but I mean, haven't been there. Why is that? I mean, is there any particular factors you can point to that's helped Montana State have such consistency on the offensive front? Well, I I really think this carries uh, you know something that I uh, think carries over in the Dakotas and Montana, and I, and I think we're going to try to do the same thing here at Idaho. Uh, you know, you have a lot of young men who are you know growing up in cold weather areas, you know areas that uh, you know you don't uh, you can't be outside playing you know in the, in the yard twelve months a year because of weather, and uh, you know I, I saw this even. Uh, when I was the year I was at Montana State, because we had a pretty narrow recruiting focus. The year I was at Montana State, we were really just recruiting three states. We were recruiting Texas, California, yeah. and Montana. And when and when you watch the, you know, the junior tape of high school kids, and we're evaluating them, you know, you know, almost always the, the, uh, you know, the kids from California and Texas looked better on tape. But then you went back and you, know, you look like the last ten years, who are the guys who are all big sky for Montana State? And probably half of them were Montana guys. So, you know, I, I think you really got to, you know, handicap, you know, when you're evaluating that those guys are just a little bit late developing. You know, when, you, totally. when you're in California and it's 70 degrees or 60 degrees year round and you can be out doing athletic things your whole life, uh, I, I think just you know, when, when you're 17, 18 years old, you're just a little closer to your ceiling than a young man who grows up in, you know, Montana or North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, Idaho. And uh, so I think you can, I think by recruiting, you know, high school kids, you know, close by, you can get some late developers that, um, you know, you know, maybe are a little bit behind their development when they're freshmen, but they can catch up and have just as high a ceilings as guys who were, uh, you know, maybe more highly touted uh, out of high school. So I think that's a niche uh, for all those schools. And that's what we're trying to do with our O-line. I mean, the six O-linemen who we really have ready to play in this game this week uh, four of those six are first or second year players, you know, for us. So we're, uh, you know, the, the transfer portal is the worst place to look for old linemen because they're all over recruited. I think you gotta, you gotta take guys, you gotta develop them and grow them. And uh, Montana State has historically done a great job of that uh, over the years. It's fascinating and a great, great perspective by you. I think that that's spot on. I mean, you coached a guy like John Widenauer who's from, you know, a potato farm in Churchill, Montana, population like 100, okay. and, you know, becomes a four-year starter and definitely was one of those late bloomers and became a, you know, all-big-sky type guy. So I definitely think it's yeah, a, yeah. it's an app strategy. Jason Eck here on Vandals Weekly, part of the Big Sky Breakdown, and uh, maybe you're listening on ESPN-MT uh, as well. Montana State at Idaho on Saturday. I'll talk a little bit more about this matchup then, uh, Coach. Uh, uh, st- sticking on the fronts a little bit, I-, I totally agree with you. The key 95 and 10, you know, Valdez and Greeby, those guys make it all go up front for the Cats. Uh, on the other side, though, this specific offensive line, uh, I've been so impressed with the way that they, they do things because you know they, they definitely have guys that are, that are good that can blow you off the ball, but it's more a use of sort of skill and athleticism. So, um, what do you think of your defense matched up? I know you guys got a lot of speed defensively. So, what do you think of just that matchup, Montana State's run game versus uh, your guys' defense? Well, their their run game matchup is pretty good against everybody. <laughs> right. When you look at their their, their worst game was uh, you know what two hundred and eleven or something yards rushing against the number one team in the nation on the road. Uh, you know they they ran the ball well against everybody. You know six of the seven teams have run against three hundred yards. So. 
you know, I, I think we got to, uh, you know, you, you got to try to bleed slow. You got to try to, uh, I think, force some turnovers. I, I don't, I think it's tough to say you're just going to consistently, you know, you know, stop this team. You know, you got to try to get some turnovers, and uh, I think that's the way. I think you got to play really good on offense and special teams to, to limit their opportunities. Uh, you know, again, we like to play a, you know, a ball control style where we. Uh, you know, we're running more plays. We're limiting our reps or our defense. I think that even is, you know, more of a, a magnitude in a game like this where Montana State is so good on offense. Uh, the best way to sometimes stop that offense is keep them off the field. So, um, you know, a lot of different things. I think the line does a good job. You got to try to, you know, give them some different looks, you know, things like that. See if you can uh, force some blocking errors because, you know, I think if they know uh, where you're at and uh, get targeted right, you know, they do a pretty good job of getting movement and then, the quarterbacks are so dynamic running the ball uh, with, with different styles. And, you know, again, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a little bit more of the two quarterbacks in at the same time. I know they uh, only did it for a play last week, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that came out a little bit. And then, uh, you know, their backs are good. Their receivers are good. You know, the tight ends are good. I know uh, they were missing that top tight end, the Snell kid, last week. I'm not sure if he'll be back, but, uh, you know, the, I thought the guys who came in were admirable in his absence. Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. Well, but then when you guys have the ball, that's pretty good formula for success too. I just I know we talked last week about your quarterback, but I just love the way he's playing, man. He's just so tough and he's just so fun to watch. I rewatched that Montana Idaho game, and man, he's got a lot of a lot of heart and a lot of uh, a lot of moxie to him. So, um, what do you think of just the matchup when you guys have the football? I mean, starting with the quarterback, you must have a lot of confidence just with Javante McCoy with the ball in his hands. Yeah, no, he's a great player, and he can extend plays. And, you know, again, you're going to lose some one-on-one matchups against, uh, you know, guys like 10 and 95, so you need that. You need him to extend plays. You know, I think they have a good system. I know it's a uh, a new defensive coordinator since the last time, uh, you know, I coached against these guys, but, you know, the, the system hasn't changed too much. Uh, you know, still going to major in the single high defenses, mixing the cover three variations and, Mixing some man and then you know kind of some change up with some of their cover two stuff, uh, you know. So you, you got to do a good job of going through your progressions because they do a good job of mixing coverages and you can't, you know, they're not a team where you're just going to you know guarantee they're in this coverage and you know what how you want to beat it. You got to have good plays that are good against everything, and then you got to go through uh, you know your progressions. We got to run the ball better. Uh, and they've been, you know, they're a good defense. They've been, uh, you know, they, they probably get a little overshadowed because their offense is so impressive statistically, but they've been a, uh, you know, a very solid defense, a good defense this year. And uh, I, th- I think us, you know, finding ways to run the ball, uh, you know, continuing to put, uh, you know, Bonnie in good positions, uh, he can play even better. You know, you look at the last game, you know, he had three turnovers, but they were all in, you know, tough situations. It was two fourth downs. Uh, and you know fourth and you know a fourth and six and a fourth and seven and then the last turnovers in a you know two minute situation where you got 50 seconds and no timeouts uh, you know kind of high stress tough positions to be in so you know we got to try to stay within the chains we got to protect better we can't give up six sacks like we uh, we did last week and, you know stay in more you know run pass balanced 
down in distances where, uh, you know, they can't just tee off and know it's going to be pass and um, leads to the hounds, you know, pass rush-wise. Well, certainly a pivotal stretch. Every game in college football is big, but this is a big stretch for both Montana State and Idaho going into uh, the month of November. So, I mean, last thing for you then, Coach, I mean, how do you put that one in perspective? And, uh, I mean, obviously you want to embrace every opportunity. You only get 11 guaranteed chances every year, but uh, number two team uh, in the country coming to town, it's a big chance for your football teams. How do you hope you take advantage of it on Saturday? Well, you know, it's a big opportunity, and you know, again, you don't, you know, you don't have to go too far back in history to find when we beat the number two team in the past, and we were able to beat the number two team last year. You know, we played them on the road at Montana. Yep. And, you know, I think this is the better, this is the better football team uh, than that. But you know, we have them at home. Uh, hopefully, our, our crowd uh, can be a big uh, factor in the game. You know, again, I, I think they didn't handle the crowd very well at South Dakota State. Now. Uh, like we talked about last week, I don't think we handled our, our home crowd really well that way, but I'm hoping we can make a big jump uh, forward uh, this week, just our second game in the Kibbe Dome there. But, uh, you know, it's a great opportunity. You know, again, I, I kind of see this game as having more uh, more to gain than to lose in this game because, uh, you know, if they would beat us, I don't think it really, uh, you know, dashes our playoff hopes or anything. But if, uh, if we can win this game, it's a great opportunity for, uh, for putting ourselves in positions for a seed that way. So, uh, we're going to go play loose, play hard. we got nothing to lose. Let's go turn it loose and uh, see what happens, man, against a great team. Should be a fun afternoon. 1 p.m. kickoff time Pacific from the Kibbe Dome. That's 2 p.m. in Montana. You can find the game on the Scripps Network and uh, all around uh, the uh, the Big Sky Conference. It'll be on uh, the MTN Network in Montana and I think uh, being streamed on ESPN Plus and picked up on SWX on the Idaho side of things. So it should be a fun one and I'm very much looking forward to being back uh, in the Dome again, Jason Eck here on Vandals Weekly. Coach, we really appreciate it as always, and uh, look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Best of luck. Thanks, Colter. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Old Works Golf Course is one of the most challenging tracks you will find anywhere in Montana, and that's why they host so many of the premier golf tournaments around the Treasure State. The 18-hole course measures at more than 7,700 yards, making it one of the longest courses in the Big Sky State. The Jack Nicholas design comes from one of the best players of all time and one of the world's leading course designs. Jack Nicholas has designed over 310 courses, including this gem located in Anaconda, Montana. Montana. Although right now, golf season is coming to a close, the Old Works Golf Course PGA Improvement Center, featuring PGA professional Andrew Alamey, is now open all winter. Andrew can help you with expert swing and mental coaching, plus custom club fitting, and they have multiple state-of-the-art track band simulators. If you're ready to get into golf or take your game to the next level, call Old Works 406-563-5989. And be sure to check out Jack's Grill while you're there. Jack's Grill is also open year-round. Old Works Golf Course a gem of the Treasure State located in Anaconda, Montana. Idaho Vandals coming off the bye week right into another crucial Big Sky Conference game. Vandals lost to Montana 23-21 in their last game, taking on the Bobcats, Montana State. This weekend, back in the Kibbe Dome, kickoff at 2 p.m. Mountain Time against Montana State this weekend. Joining us on Vandals Weekly, part of the Big Sky Breakdown podcast from Skyline Sports, 
Idaho defensive back Marcus Harris. Marcus, first off, just thanks for taking the time this week. Thank you so much. Blessed to have this opportunity. And I just want to start with the bye week this week. It, it's sort of at a great time in your schedule, about halfway through your guys' schedule. But was was it good to have it after that Montana loss? And sort of how did you guys refocus during the week off? Um, I think it was um, great to have it after that Montana game due to the amount of emotion and um, how physical it was and gave us time to recover and um, decompress a little bit in order to um, focus on the big opponent coming up. What do you think about the matchup this week? I mean, Montana State been a team in the last couple of years under Brent Vegan. They've really been at the top of the Big Sky Conference. They're number two in the country. How do you guys approach a game like that? Um, the same way we approach every week, um, just focusing on us, locking in our details, and um, executing the game plan. And the other thing, I guess, with Montana State, especially for you, a guy on defense, is just their, their rushing offense. They've got... They're averaging, I think, over 350 rushing yards a game. Very unique offense. You don't see that a, a ton at this level just with a rushing attack that's that effective. What do you see from the Bobcats on tape? Without giving away too much, how do you try to, how do you try to stop something like that? They're very consistent at what they do. Um, they like to get to their, their key plays and get the ball in the playmaker's hands. And then um, for us, just focusing on everyone getting to the ball, all 11 people have to tackle. So just playing as a team together uh, will give us um, the best opportunity. Marcus Harris, Idaho cornerback, joining us on Vandals Weekly, part of the Big Sky Breakdown. Marcus, a guy who originally transferred over from Oregon State, but he's been over there in Moscow for several years now, had a great redshirt sophomore season last year, played all 12 games for Idaho as they returned to the FCS playoffs. Tell me a little bit about your journey, man. How'd you end up in Moscow? Where are you from originally, and, and how'd you get to this point? Um, from Portland, Oregon. I went to Grant High School um, in Northeast Portland, and then um, I was recruited by Oregon State. Um, went there out of high school. Um, wanted to stay close to home, close to family, and then uh, things didn't didn't work out. So then um, I entered the portal, and the first school to contact me was uh, the University of Idaho. Um, and I knew a good amount of guys here on this team, so it was an opportunity I couldn't pass up. So I then um, I committed here and came during the COVID year um, in January that season, and then I've been here since. You know, I've asked a ton of athletes this question, but it, it never gets old to me. It's always interesting to me. What was it like transferring during that COVID year, going someplace new, and I think your first season at Idaho was that spring season in 2021. Just what was that like for you? What was that experience like? It was a lot of waiting around, a lot of unanswered questions. Um, but in the end, it was just making the the decision you felt that was best in that moment, knowing that a lot of the world was on lockdown, so you couldn't do as much socially and, and um, interact and um, go to places. So just a lot of hearing about it from, from people you know that are close to you and then just deciding from there. Yeah, Marcus Harris, a guy, as he just mentioned, guy who arrived at Idaho in a, in a time of huge turmoil, played in that spring 2021 season. That was his first season for the Vandals. And then after your first fall season in 2021, a lot more change coming to the program. What did you think of, of Coach Eck when he came in before last season? Um, 
I didn't know much about him. I knew he came from um, a great program um, in South Dakota State who's always at the top of um, FCS. So I knew that we were getting a great guy. And then um, knowing that he was a Vandal in the past, I think that was a huge thing, knowing he knows the community, knows what it's like around here, and it wasn't anything that was too eye-opening for him. And um, just him being comfortable, let us all be comfortable with him and knowing that he's been here so he – He's, he's familiar with the area, and um, we could relate in that way. A DUI is a serious charge, and the process can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. I'm attorney Dave Maldonado, and I have the experience and knowledge necessary to effectively represent you and make the situation manageable. Visit BigSkyDefender.com today. Last season, Marcus Harris, real breakout for the cornerback originally from Oregon, 53 tackles, had a fumble recovery for a touchdown, an interception return for a touchdown, two interceptions in in total. Tell me a little bit about your game, man. What allowed you to be so effective last year? Um, I think just playing loose and the coaches and all all my teammates just believing in me. Um, It started right when um, we had got our new coaching staff and um, a lot of people were looking, looking to me and a couple of the other guys as leaders. And so just taking that role and and coming to work every day and bettering my game and just perfecting my craft, I think, gave me the the opportunity to make those plays and be effective. What's your mentality? What's your mindset as a cornerback, you know, looking at the guy across from you, knowing that you're going to be in a ton of one-on-one matchups on the outside with not a lot of help? What's your mindset? How do you approach every game? How do you approach every play? I approach every play like the ball is going to come my way and – be ready to react and make a play because um, you never know. It's unpredictable. And then my mindset is, is is really just go and dominate whoever's across from me, no matter who it is, just win my 1v1. Um, I think that's just our mentality as a defense, just everyone winning their one-on-one and we'll, we'll come out together um, on top. Marcus Harris, Idaho cornerback, joining us on Vandals Weekly, part of the Big Sky Breakdown as the Vandals getting set to take on another huge Big Sky Conference rival at home in the Kibbe Dome this weekend, number two Montana State coming to town. Marcus, just what's been the atmosphere around the team and around the program this season? I, you know, I I'd heard that the game against Montana was your first sellout in several years. Have you guys on the team just just been able to tap into that energy, that renewed energy around the program, and what's that been like? It's definitely been a, a great thing to see and having the support from our community and our students and our fans. Um, it It's always better playing in a, a louder environment, just a, a more lively environment. So I think that we've, we've, um, we've appreciated a great amount, and it's um, definitely something that we look forward to for the rest of the season. Last thing for you then, number two team in the country coming into the Kibbe Dome this week. Just keys for victory for the Vandals this week if you guys are going to get it done against Montana State. Um, Obviously stopping the run due to the fact that they're rushing for over 300 yards um, a game. And then executing just our job and focusing on us and not letting the um, outside distractions or, or small things get to us and then just knowing that there's going to be moments of um, adversity and being able to bounce back and being mentally tough. I think those are three keys that we have So, in order to win the game. There you go, Marcus Harris, all Big Sky Conference cornerback from the Idaho Vandals.
tough assignment for the Vandals defense this weekend as they're taking on that steamroller of a Montana State offense in the Kibbe Dome. But Marcus, man, thank you so much for your time. Appreciated uh, getting to know you a little bit, and uh, and good luck this week, but thanks for taking the time. Yes, thank you for the opportunity. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Town.